think that we all want that best friend or that BFF, the person that we can call on um, in time of need. But what are the signs that you're in a toxic friendship? Even though you've known this person for a long time, um, you've known this person since you know you were a child or since you were in college, you know, you confide in each other, but there is, you know, there are friends that are just toxic for us and they're just not healthy for us. What do you do? Granted, friends are allowed to make mistakes. You know, they forget your birthday. You know, they forget to call you. Um, even there, there are friends that you've even caught them in a lie. Um, certain stories just don't add up. Um, <clears throat> you know, they dated a friend of yours. Like, there's all kinds of things that friends do to disappoint you. But what happens when your best friend no longer feels like she's the best anymore? And we call them a bestie because they're the best. They're the best person you know, that, that we rely on. They're the bestie because they're the person that we feel we can trust. They're the bestie because they're the best friend. They're the bestie because they're the person we can confide in. But over time, we may see subtle signs in, in different people that we start to question things. Or even to take that a step further, what if this bestie is emotionally harming you rather than helping you? How do you tell if a friend is toxic versus being a bestie? You know, this person, you know, one indicator is they, they cause us stress. You know, that friend calls us, they want to chit chat, you're excited to have a conversation on the phone. Um, but then next thing, you know, next thing you know, when you start paying attention to your body, your physical body, you start feeling stress or you start feeling sad or you start feeling angry or you start feeling anxiety. So that's an indication that, you know, grand, we all have these emotional feelings. I'm not saying that. But when you start experiencing those feelings around this person all the time, that's a red flag. That's something that you just want to pay attention to. You know, how you tell if a friend is healthy for you is they help you be or become a better version of yourself. They're supportive. They pick you up. They make you feel happy. You know, when you're feeling down, you call your best friend. They will give you words of encouragement to make you feel better about yourself. That's what a best friend does. That's their role. If a best friend calls you up and you're feeling down and you're feeling bad about yourself, 
and you hang up the phone and you're feeling even worse about yourself, I'd kind of re-examine that relationship. Because if you're feeling worse, then that might be a toxic friendship. A toxic friendship can also drain you. A toxic friendship can also make you question yourself. And that's the worst feeling. That's not, that's not a healthy relationship. You know, one sign, you know, that will indicate that you're with a toxic friend is, number one, you're giving more than you're getting. If you're giving and giving and giving, and you're getting like crumbs back, that's a toxic relationship. If your friend always seems to need your help, but can't return even the smallest favor, then chances are they're toxic. There's an imbalance. A healthy relationship is balanced. It's a give and take. And if you're not getting anything back, or if you call them and they're too busy, if you have an issue and you call them and they're too busy, you know, that's, that's, they're not there for you. Or they always monopolize the conversation. That's probably a narcissistic friend. Or there's that friend that as soon as you do start, you know, talking about yourself, there's the friend that will one-up you. Oh yeah, I've done that too, but I've done this. You know, where they one-up you. Well, that's a competition, that's a competitive friend. Rather than just being happy for you or, you know, just, you know, trying to understand what you're saying, They're one-upping you. They're not even really listening. Another red flag is you just feel like you don't trust them. Maybe at one point in the relationship you, you did, but then over time, something happened. And you just realized, I just don't trust this person. And if I don't trust you, then clearly you're not the best. You're not the bestie if I can't trust you. If you don't trust that they have your best interest in mind, that's often a sign that something's not working. Or, you know, look for those like little digs, you know, little subtle digs like, oh, you know, can you put on a little weight? You know, that's not something you say. You know, if a friend says to me, says to you, gosh, I think I've put on weight. Do I think I, do I look like I put on weight and they want an honest opinion? Then, then 
then give them, give that person your opinion. But don't point out flaws in a friend. That's toxic. That's a toxic friend. You know, I, I worked with a woman that did that. She'd be like, oh, your, your eyebrows look really thin today. Did you not pencil them in today? Did you, did you wake up late? And, you know, my reply was, oh, your, your teeth look a little yellow. Did you not brush them today? Because your breath smells bad. <laughs> you know, it's like if someone is going to get a dig in, I can get a dig right back in and I will hit back hard. And then I always feel really bad after I do it, but I can get a dig in. You know, two can play at that game. And then, you know, I'm also toxic. You know, that's easy. Getting a dig in is really, really easy. If you're going to cut me down, I will cut you down even harder. Eyebrows, that's easy. You pencil them in. Yellow teeth? Girl, you need to bleach those things. That's just nasty. Okay, another one is you dread checking your phone to see if they've called. So then you're, you know, there's a a part of you that is avoiding talking to them. Technology, you know, it's, we we call it the smartphone. And technology has made it really, really easy to communicate. And yet, there's certain people that call us and we kind of, we get a little cringy when we see a certain person's name pop up. You know, we, we get a little cringy. When that person calls you or texts you, you know, you feel this like uncomfortable feeling. Instead of like excitement, like, oh my God, so-and-so is reaching out to me. I'm so excited, I'm so happy. And that's a sign that something's wrong. And there may be like a little red flag going up inside of you saying, you know, I'm busy. I've done that before where I see a certain person's name pop up and it's like, oh, nope. I'm going to pretend like I'm on a business call. And that's going to be my excuse when I tell them that, you know, sorry, I didn't answer your call. I was on a business call. I just did want to speak to that person. And that's just the honest truth. And I knew that if I pick up the phone, you know, it probably wouldn't have been a pleasant conversation because I just didn't want to talk to that person. And number four. You know, you used to spend, enjoy spending time with this person, and now you don't. You don't enjoy spending time with them. You know, something changed along the way. You know, maybe you're tired of putting, you know, energy into the relationship. Maybe it feels draining. Maybe it's exhausting. Maybe... You know, you're tired of hearing this person brag. Maybe you're tired of, 
you know, whatever. But you just don't enjoy spending time with them. You might also notice if you get an increase of physical symptoms. Pay attention if, you know, if you get more migraines. Pay attention if you get anxiety or your stomach feels queasy. Just pay attention to these symptoms. don't like yourself when you're around them you're not you're you don't feel like yourself when you're around them you know you're, you're just you you feel different when you're around this person you know a, a healthy person a healthy friend makes you feel better when you're around them you feel happier or you feel excited a toxic person makes you feel worse toxic friend has a knack for spreading their toxicity to others. When you're with that person, they bring out behaviors in you, in you that just aren't your best. So pay attention. You know, like After you're with your friends or, or with, when you're with a particular friend and when you're done seeing them, pay attention to how you feel. Do you feel exhausted? Do you feel tired? Do you feel sleepy? Do you feel wired? Do you feel angry? Do you feel anxiety? How do you feel after you're around this person? If you're happy and you feel super excited, then that's a healthy person. If you feel down and angry and you just don't like yourself, then you're really with a toxic person. Maybe, maybe your friend likes to drink a lot. And so when you're with this friend, you end up drinking a lot. Or maybe your friend loves gossiping. And so, you know, you end up gossiping too. But then afterwards, you feel really horrible. You feel bad. You feel guilty. Or, you know, maybe you feel, you know, just angry. Because this person, you know, doesn't let you get a word in. So you feel like this person's just dumping on you. These are all the signs of a toxic friendship. Or maybe you feel like you just can't be yourself. You're walking on eggshells. You know, and the other thing too is if, if a friend constantly talks about their girlfriends to you and they're backstabbing their girlfriends to you chances are they're doing the same thing to you they're talking to their girlfriends and complaining to their girlfriends about you behind your back and that's toxic that's basically triangulating and it's toxic behavior and then it makes you, it can make you paranoid. Like, gosh, you know, if she's saying all this, this horrible stuff about me or them behind their back, is she saying this stuff about me behind my back? Probably.
mean, is this friend, the, the way that you can tell like a, a healthy friend is how do they talk about you when you're not there? Do they have your best interest at heart or do they backstab you? Because once a woman starts gossiping, you know, and one little thing basically leads into another, and then everyone starts laughing and joking and mocking, and it just really, really gets out of hand, and it's just toxic behavior, and it, and it turns into cruelty. be really really cruel and especially if that conversation gets back to the person it's cruel does your friend compete with with you or are you just friends there's nothing wrong with a little healthy competition between friends I think friends can be very motivating you know if you have a friend that's working on a degree and she's trying to better herself or learn or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that may motivate you to work on your degree too. I don't mean that, you know, competition is bad. Friends can motivate each other, but it's when you compete and one up each other, that's when it becomes really toxic. the day you should have positive feelings towards your friends and you should want what's best for them sometimes it you know it's okay to feel jealous from them you know jealous of your friends from time to time you know like if they just bought a brand new beautiful home and you know you have this tiny little shack you might be a little jealous or envious, like, gosh, I would really love to have a big, beautiful house too. You know, that's okay. But it's when the competition gets a little out of hand and it becomes this, you know, winning, a constant fight that you want to win over and over. That's when it becomes toxic. Number eight, you don't think that they have good intentions that's that's a bad one if you think that your friend does not have good intentions then they're not a good friend I mean friends are not perfect they're human beings and friends may accidentally hurt us But if a friend intentionally hurts you, that's not having good intentions. Number nine, you can't depend on them or their advice. 
maybe they're not good listeners. Maybe they're not empathic. Maybe they're not even compassionate or sympathetic. You know, maybe they listen, but like half listening, just to, they're only listening to get their next word in or their next sentence in. That's difficult to deal with. can't depend on their advice you know that's difficult you're embarrassed number 10 you're embarrassed by their behavior towards others that can be difficult too if they're rude to other people or if they're on the flip side if they're super hypersexual to other people and you're like oh god rein it in or if you're at a restaurant and they pay the, this actually happened to me at the Buddha bar in Manhattan. A friend of mine offered to pay for dinner for the two of us. And the check came, she paid the check. I went to the bathroom, I came out. And as we were walking out of the restaurant, the waiter came up to us. And I didn't understand what was happening. And the waiter said to my friend, excuse me, ma'am, was there something wrong with the dinner? And my friend said, no, the food was great. And the waiter said, well, was there something wrong with my service? And she's like, no, you were fine. You were quite pleasant, actually. And the waiter said to my friend, why didn't you tip me? And I was horrified. I was so embarrassed, I wanted to crawl out of that restaurant. I looked at my friend waiting for an answer and I like just, my heart was racing. And I'm I'm thinking, we're in the Buddha Bar restaurant in Manhattan. Why on earth did you not tip this waiter? And this woman has money. And her response was, oh, I live in Switzerland. We don't tip there. And as we were walking out, I said to her, I'm like, I know I heard what you said. You said you're from Switzerland, but you're from New Jersey. You grew up in New Jersey, so you understand that we tip. I was horrified and I was embarrassed by her behavior. And I felt really bad and I didn't know what to do. And in hindsight, I wish I could do it over because I would have given that guy the tip myself. And I should have done that, but it happened so fast. And I was really waiting and hoping that my friend would make nice by the situation, and she didn't. And I felt really bad for that guy. But it showed me the character of this friend. And needless to say, I'm not friend with, friends with her anymore. Not because of that, because of something else. Number 11. This is a good lead in here. Number 11, you make excuses for them. You make excuses for them. When a friend is known for their bad behavior, they put you in, in an uncomfortable position justifying 
their actions to others and that's toxic you know you become toxic by justifying their actions you know I didn't do anything with this waiter I should have given him money I should have tipped him right then and there I didn't make excuses for her shitty behavior and her behavior was like just rude and cheap and just horrible that was just a horrible thing to do but I didn't make excuses for her but if I had I would have been just as toxic you feel used that's a big one if you feel used that's a big sign of a toxic friend manipulation or making you do things you don't want to do it's making you feel used you know the biggest lesson that I learned in dealing with female friends is to say no Will you do me a favor? No. If I don't feel like doing something or something that makes me feel uncomfortable, I've learned the hard way because I've done so many favors for so many friends. And over the years, over the decades, I've lost money, a lot of money, by doing little favors that then grew into big favors. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you order this thing on Amazon for me and have it shipped to this location and I'll pay you back? Yeah, sure, I'll do it. It'll take me two seconds. Well, I didn't get paid back. Ever. I was manipulated. So, you know, that feeling of feeling used, I was manipulated. You know, I didn't see it happening. I, I honestly thought I was doing a favor for a friend and I honestly believed her when she said she was paying me back. But these little favors that I did for her, hey, I'll pay you back, hey, I'll pay you back, hey, I'll pay you back. She never, ever, ever paid me back. I had a running tab, like a bar tab, and she never, ever paid me back. Sometimes a friend can manipulate you into making an agreement that seems fair. Hey, I'll pay you back. I've learned a lesson to not do favors like that. I'll do simple little favors, but I'm not ordering stuff or I'm not I'm not shelling out money. this is true or not but I heard a toxic friend is always insisting on splitting the check when they spend more on food and drinks you know it isn't fair but you go along with it to preserve the relationship I don't know I think that's fair 
Oh, I see. It's, I mean, if you're both, I don't know. I don't, I like just splitting the check. I don't care if I'm not even ordering a drink and the friend is, you know, I don't mind paying a little bit more. But I, I see where some people can get upset. People insist on splitting the check when, when they're spending more. That can be toxic. I can see that depending on what they're eating. Number 13, you don't know why you're friends with them. Ooh, that's a good one. I've heard people, I've actually heard people say that. Why am I friends with this person? Good question. So I think sometimes you have to stop and ask, what am I getting out of this relationship? It's kind of like going through your closet and looking at all of the fashion clothing and shoes that you own. What am I getting out of these shoes? If it if it's comfortable, if they look cute, if they still fit, great. That's what I'm getting out of these shoes. If the shoes are too tight, if they're too small, if they're worn out, get rid of them. I think the same goes for people. responsible for other people's happiness. If you do decide that your friend is toxic, what do you do? You know, I would say number one is you create boundaries. You know, you limit your phone calls with this person. You know, you keep it to 15 minutes or 10 minutes. If they start ranting you can feel your energy and there's some women that are like energy vampires they will just suck your energy some women love to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and you can feel your energy being drained right out of your body those are energy vampires you know say hey look i gotta go i I got some stuff i have to get done That way you're keeping your energy level high. You know, you have to set limits with with certain people. Otherwise, they'll monopolize the conversation. You know, I've even stopped friends, like saying, hey, you know, this conversation is way too toxic for me. Can we, you know, I need to change the topic. This is draining me. boundaries, changing the topic. That's all it's an easy way to deal with it. You have to learn to like maneuver your way through the relationship. It's a polite way of just saying like, look, I can't deal with this shit. And some toxic people just have no clue on how toxic they are. They might push back harder or they may talk even longer you know but all you have to do is say look I gotta go you can still value the friendship or you can end the friendship There's you have two choices but stay firm you know these types of people need boundaries It will help you maintain healthy emotions and 
just a healthy state of mind and a healthy body by managing these toxic people. You have to manage them. Don't let these toxic people get to you. Stay healthy. Be a good friend. But don't let these toxic people hurt you or take advantage of you or manipulate you. That's the lesson. 